Welcome back to the Humanity Jitsu Podcast. Today is episode 46 at long last. Sorry about the delay, guys. I had a lot of scheduling conflicts with people. And like uh, today is a, a topic episode. I'm joined by Sean Davitt, just Sean Davitt. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah, today's episode is all about like affiliation in BJJ and seek how what you go into uh, like seeking out affiliation or if someone approaches you with it. I thought since Sean is like a gym owner, good yeah. unique perspective. Plus, he's just a great dude to talk to in general, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so, Sean. Nice yo. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this before the podcast. How did you and your guys sort of become affiliated with like Portuguese Gold Team? You know, yeah. figure that'd be a good way to start it. Yeah, look, it's a simple, simple one. Um, we were lucky, uh, really. One of our members, uh, he lived in Port. He's a Brazilian man, uh, Junior. He's our, he's one of our professors. Uh, so he's head of uh, PGT in Ireland. And he just happened to arrive in one day and asked, could he train judo with me? And I was like, yeah, of course, no problem. Do you have any background? And he was a purple belt BJJ. And it was a case of, okay, uh, like I was a blue belt at the time. And they said, right, could we get over some seminars from some of the Portugal gold team guys? And lo and behold, no problem. And at that point, we said, why don't we make it official and just join up with Portugal Gold Team? And uh, of course, uh, Leo Costa, he's our our big boss over there. Um, he was like, "Yeah, no problem. You know, we come over, do seminars. You come over, we go over every year, and we do our gradings and all over there. And hasn't doesn't cost us anything. It's more we pay for just costs of gradings or whatever, not stripes. We um, we affiliate to the IBJJF, and that that was kind of it. We we were very lucky in comparison to other teams who shell out massive money. You know, mm. it's a, it can cost a lot of money to to have a name attached to you. Yeah, because see, if you try to, because we all know there's a few gyms around the place that aren't run by black belts, and that that can be a very fucking big hassle sometimes because oh, like. We all know what the deal is, like, because you can't promote your students, and you know, obviously, you want to get promoted eventually, so you're able yeah. to, you know, because obviously, no one wants to be like a purple or a brown belt forever, because you know, that sucks. No, it's it's hard starting off at the lower grades, you know. Like, um, when I first opened up Team Caveman, uh, I I was a blue belt, yeah, I was a judo black belt with 17 years experience, like, but I was still a BJJ blue belt. You know, and and that was that was the case for a lot of gyms, you know, up until maybe eight years ago or so. Um, a lot of gyms were run by blues and purples because there just wasn't the variety of the colored belts out there. You know, and, and that that was kind of, we were we, as I said earlier, were very lucky that that kind of fell to us. But a lot of other teams have had to pay for affiliations and paid big money. To people who I suppose may be strangers to them at first. I'm sure they have great working relationships at this point with people, but unless you you know the people, it's it makes a relationship a little bit harder. And you know, it's it's a tricky subject, really. Mm. Uh, but see, just in my opinion, like I know there there's a few gyms that see are run by lower graded people who aren't affiliated with anybody, and you know, like I've talked to them and they don't really seem. I don't want to like be presumptuous, but they don't really seem to be trying to affiliate with anyone. I sort of think you do have a responsibility, uh, a as an instructor, to sort of uh, 
you know, affiliate with someone because the points I brought up, you obviously want you want to get your belts so yeah, you can absolutely. you can pr- obviously you're able to promote your students. And I think like if you just start training and like uh, you want to what's it um you want to go up in ranks yourself, like say you're brand new, like I think you have a responsibility as a student as well to train at a gym that where you can actually progress because you know it's all well and good, but like nobody wants to be king of the white belts forever. Yeah, you know and. Like having that association with the higher grades, you know, it's, you know, it, it promotes people in, you know, the, it adds prestige, I suppose the word I'm looking to. You know, if you're affiliated with a, you know, a higher level gym and people of renown are associated with it, you know, it elevates the, the team as well. You know, you can, you can get the big team uh, t-shirts and the hoodies and all that. You can go on master tournaments and, and all as well. And for the, like it's hard, it's hard when you're starting out, and you're tr- like there's so much outlay, you know, that you have to deal with at that point. So, you know, like I said, we were lucky. I know other teams would have branding associated with their their affiliation and that, and and more power to them. But it's that's an extra cost on someone who's trying to start out a team, you know. Mm. That's a good way to look at it. But see, see. Like like you said, because you're lo- you're lucky, you had you you guys, you had a foot in the door, you had someone come over who yep. was already associated with them. But see, like if you do try to approach it from like a brand new sort of, like you said, if they're strangers to each other, it seems really impersonal. Like when you're, I think it it can only really work so well if it you already have like someone in with you. If it's more of a personal feel to it, because you could just have this sort of just a business relationship, like. Okay, um, you give me affiliation fees, and I'll come to your academy once a year and do grading or whatever. That's you know, that's yeah. very very impersonal impersonal to me. Yeah, it it, it can be. Um, I suppose it depends on business models, you know. Uh, like um, from seeing stuff in in different different academies. Uh, I'm not talking about Ireland really. Ireland's pretty good for looking after each other, you know. But uh, I've heard anecdotally. Uh, from other teams in the US and, and that where you're just paying to, to use their name they have no association with you at all really other than um, maybe you get a picture with a high ranking guy every once in a while and um, you know you don't get much for it but you you get your name is, is put on a, a list for merchandising and marketing and that you know so in some places we'll use it as a business model as opposed to giving pure value to people hmm. well you know yeah i'm not i'm not big into that where it's just like a, a money-making scheme like say yeah. like i know if they just say like you affiliate with like henzo gracie but you you only see henzo gracie like once every five years or some shit like man that's that's fucking that's fucked up yeah look, that's look but that's that's part of the machine i suppose like you know uh, like I'm not talking conspiracy theory type stuff around here, you know. But um, it's all it's all part of the machine. Like um, jujitsu is big business as well, you know. Mm. And the money has to go somewhere. Like uh, you know, unless you're affiliated to certain teams, you're not really going to get a run out in uh, the IBJJF. So you wouldn't necessarily get the opportunity to enter the Europeans, you know, unless you're associated and affiliated. You know, and, and that that all costs money, like mm. as well, like so. 
Let's see, you know what I noticed here for anyone who doesn't know, I've noticed a sort of a uh, jujitsu money paradigm, if you would. So just hear, hear me out for a second on my uh, economic theory. It's uh, you eat in jujitsu, you either make no money or you make a shitload of money. There's no in between. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm more of the no money, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I'm more about keeping the, uh, the doors open and keep people, people going, you know. Mm. I enough. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Besides, like, not everyone could be like a Gordon Ryan type where they're making like six fucking figures and shit and they bought a brand new house and a pickup truck just for fun. Oh, yeah. But how many of those guys can you can you name, you know, that, that make that kind of money, you know? Mm. Oh, but dude, <laughs> I'll tell you something funny. Like, um, you know, Nick Rodriguez. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, he'd uh, gotten silver at the trials at ADCC just there. And man, he said, man, I made no money before fucking winning, getting silver trials. Now I make like six fucking figures. And he's all, he's, I know he's flogged in the shit, but man, that's fucking impressive that you go from a fucking nobody to somebody just because that fucking quickly you go from making no money to shitload. Jesus Christ. And there you go. He's making his money there now, but now it's, he's being affiliated or associated with him adds value to, to your team as well. Yeah, so mm. you know he's 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 gonna cream it in. <laughs> he's earned it as well, though. Let's be honest, like he, yo. Yeah, he's good, man. Like he had a good record, of, like 111 wins in in high school wrestling and like 30 something in college wrestling. Like, dude, that's that's fucking good. Yeah, so it's much better than me, anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, I can't even wrestle for the life of me. I suck shit at wrestling. <laughs> yeah, we, this is when we need Con, you know. <laughs> Ah oh, man, he'd be having a field day. But guys, don't worry. Khan will return in the next topic episode. I, I swear to God. Maybe, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> oh, but see, um, Sean, one thing I'm curious about is like, say someone approached you, like hoping to affiliate with you, how would you guys yeah. sort of approach it and deal with it? Or what would there be any sort of criteria they'd have to meet? Or would it be just a personal thing? You, you just character sort of qualifier? Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, if someone wants to affiliate with us, uh, we sit down. We sit down. We have a chat with them and figure out what what they're about. Really, you know, um, unless we're going to be able to actually sit down, and talk, and be able to communicate, and that that's a huge thing. It, it just won't work. You know, uh, we're a big community family kind of focus on it. Like, yeah, we we get the job done. We work hard. We train hard. But we have to have the crack as well. Mm. you know and we kind of try to focus on people fitting into that mold as well you know it's kind of like you can be a killer but you can be a killer with a smile on your face i think yeah and uh, we we talk about the the important things of we do a certain amount of get togethers in the year uh we talk about we'd have a a criteria for for grade Uh, the person who we want to associate with us would kind of have to to buy into that as well you know and and see that there is there is standards, you know, uh, that we all have to buy and dig each other out sometimes, help each other. Like we're not talking hippie commune, but we're talking about just kind of helping each other out and helping to grow the team, you know. And and if the fit is right, if the fit's right, you know. Uh, mm. As far as uh, money exchanging hands, we don't really do that kind of thing. Uh, we just kind of we have the get-togethers that helps each other, each other's team and gym work together. Uh, we have a bit of marketing and the merchandising, which kind of helps to pay for trips and helps to pay for 
for everything else, like pay for the, the affiliation fees for, uh, you know, the IBGF again or whatever, and to get uh, big instructors in every now and again as well. So, you know, if if we get the guys that can link in and fit that build, then, then we'll happily take them in, you know. But sometimes it just doesn't work either. You know, you, mm. you can try everything and it just doesn't work, so... Like obviously, like like you said, you're all family and team orientated. So if someone came yep. in like super, what's it, super stoic and all about super serious. Like, oh, you will call me master and sensei, all my students, bloody bloody blah, and I lord all over you. Like obviously, you that wouldn't be a good fit, and they should probably no. go somewhere well, that, else. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be it. It'd be kind of like, no, uh, I, I don't know if it'd work out. Like we give it, we give it a try. You know, don't get me wrong, but you you'd find out if it quick enough if the, if the fit was right or not. And then we, mm. we just say, look, it's, it's not working out, mm. you know, and that kind of way. We, yeah, you know, we try to look after the, the students or whatever, but if it's not, if it's not fitting out, then it, it just, you have to just part ways at that point, you know? I see, like, like we brought up earlier about the impersonal sort of like uh, affiliations, like I jokingly, like, cause I, I've actually heard like stories like this. Like uh, the sort of like Henzo Gracie only showing up like five every five years. This guy's gym, that was like a, a sort of what's it exaggeration of something I actually heard. Like man, at that point, I think you should really like try seek other new affiliations. Like obviously, like uh, I know you want to stay with your team. It's all good. And like say if it isn't, if to be you know if it just isn't working out anymore, there's nothing really wrong with changing affiliations. Some people yeah. are very hes- hesitant to do that because they're like really stuck in. Or might cause hubbub and with their, you know, because you're obviously friends with the other affiliates under, yeah, you know, that that would just cause a whole shitstorm. Absolutely, sure. People are are worried about getting belts signed off and all as well, and there's a an element of control in that as well, I suppose. But uh, like, there's a lot of prestige in having your academy with the name Gracie on it, in mm. some capacity, you know, whether it's Gracie Baja or a, a Carlos Gracie offshoot or. If you can track your lineage back there, you know, there's prestige associated with that as well. And that that's elements that people would be looking out for as well in their academy. Mm. Like, man, remember, like, the whole reason, like, the Machado sort of branched off and started their own sort of jiu-jitsu affiliate team is because, like, uh, and, they, they, you know, they had the name Gracie on their gym outside. And then, like, uh, they made, the, the Gracies made a big fucking hubbub about this, this and that. And then the fucking Machado was just like, you know what, fuck it, we'll just do our own thing. We're yeah. making our own team. Yeah, change it from uh, crazy jiu-jitsu to Brazilian jiu-jitsu kind of thing. Mm. But yeah, look, it's, it, it's business as well, and that, that's marketing. You know, and uh, yeah, look, that's, that's what a lot of it comes down to as well. Mm. You know, like uh, to use a, a team's name, you know, someone has obviously built up that that name so for you to be accredited by them you know it's going to cost you <laughs> <laughs> uh you know see if it, see here's the thing like affiliations are obviously a good thing they're a great thing you know yeah, great great team aspect and if if it's a great team aspect and you have a really good name behind you that's all the better but you know sometimes it can just be Te- really impersonal and just like a money-making scheme to some people and they just don't give a single shit about each other or their team or their students and stuff it's just like yeah whatever we have this name in our gym pay up that sort of thing that's the sort of shit i don't like i, I know that um our 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 gyms uh the guys we know every person 
by name. Uh, all the adults, at least, by name. You know, and that that's huge. If you're you're walking into something, you get the team get together, and the top guys are going in, and they're saying, "Hey, John, how's it going? You know, how are you keeping? Jesus, I I was watching you doing this the other day on a on a clip. It's like, wow, that kind of empowers people, makes them feel good. You know, we're going to fail to go around and be a, someone that they can approach. Is now maybe that's because. We operate very much on a local level down here in the southeast with the, the PGT teams. But uh, like it really helps to bring people together as well and buy into buy into it. Like uh, I, I know I've said about the, the Lisbon trip every year, which due to COVID mightn't happen next year, like that that turns into a team holiday. You know, we go, we train hard for a couple of hours every evening. We're talking four hours maybe every evening but during the daytime we're at the Europeans we're out we're eating good food we go out after the training you know and it, it really is a genuine holiday atmosphere you know and you're you get everyone involved we could have 20 30 people going from the gyms and then they're meeting their teammates from Brazil US uh, not Canada sorry they're meeting the Portuguese the Spanish the the UK guys uh, everyone is all into mixing in and uh, even if you're not speaking the language to each other, you're able to kind of, you, you know the guy, you give him a nod and you get a big smile back, you know, and it's, it's a, being used and accustomed to each other really helps as well. But when you get a, an organization that is, is so big, that it's so far from the top, it, it can be hard for the guys in the lower level to see anything other than the, the badge over a door maybe and associate themselves that way. Mm. Man, that was the great way to put it. And man, that whole fucking trip sounds like the greatest trip in the history of trips. That's- yeah, man, it, it's it's awesome. It's awesome, crack. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the guys in the gym live for it. You know, they they live for it. For sure, it's a festival of jujitsu. You know, and all the all the different um, professors teach a technique or two as well. So over the three nights of the of the camp, I say I might teach a a technique, uh, Professor Junior might teach a, pre- a technique, Professor Leo, pre- Professor Elena, they would all be teaching a technique. So you're getting techniques from 12, 13 different professors, minimum, each with their own different style and body dynamics and, and all that as well. And that it just shows even the, the mixture of the, the cultures within the PGT as well. So, yeah, it's awesome. Mm. Okay, so guys, we're going to call an episode there. I know it's a short one, but, you know, we had a few guests we secure, but then that sort of fell through. So, guys, we're just going to call it there. But before we leave, Sean has yeah, an announcement sure. about the, his new, well, rebrand and shit. So, Sean, what's the dealio yeah. with Gory Grappling Academy? Yeah, um, guys, Gory Grappling Academy, brand new, state-of-the-art facility. Uh, if you want to have a look at it, please go on the Facebook page or on the Instagram. Uh we just thought we decided from last year. I went on a, a tour in the US and um, we saw a lot of styles in the US gyms. They were nice or pretty. They were kind of the places where you'd like to bring your mother to show her what you actually do. Um, so we decided we go over a really nice approach, good paint job, tarp down, lovely clean, disinfected, which is very important. COVID, by the way, um, TV, the boxing ring, everything there, nice shop, nice reception, and all that. So. We uh, came together, myself, um, Nick Donnelly and uh, Donnelly Jr. And um, we just put 
put all our ideas together, rented a new facility, done it up completely, and uh, um, we call it the Gory Grappling because, well, we're going to be teaching wrestling, submission wrestling, judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and um, um, my own specialist, the, the judo assist, which is uh, judo for people with um, additional and we have kickboxing there as well. So there's everything you, you could want um, there. So put it all together and boom, fantastic facility. Looks amazing. Top top level coaches, top players, everything. If anyone wants any further information, please just hit me up at Johnny Judo Jits on Instagram or you get me as just Sean Davin on Facebook or at Gory Grappling Academy. Just have a look and happily answer anything cheers thank you okay so guys thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed if you want to support the podcast on patreon it's at patreon.com slash jitsu it'll help fund us and get some better equipment and stuff hopefully improve the episodes and you know follow us on instagram at jitsu podcast you'll be able to find sean sean linked in the bio anyway and i'll have all this stuff tagged anyhow so guys so sean do you have anything to say before we shoot off uh no, other than thanks very much. I'm doing this driving from one job to my class. So um, I pulled in. It's safe. Don't worry. I've got loads of hand sanitizer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, thanks for having us on. And guys, affiliation is important. So pick the, pick the fit that works best for you as well. That's, that's all I'll say. I, I was so lucky. And we were so lucky with our, our teams in Waterford and New Ross and Gore. You know, that just worked out well. And hope it keeps going for a long time. Cheers.